0: Thank you very much thank you very much i just wanna you know what i have to thank god for this opportunity i have to thank jesus god lord christ i have to thank god uh, to the, the son and the, the daughters of the, the holy water <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. If you're watching on YouTube, you've probably noticed that I am not joined by my uh, handsome co host, Johnny DeVito, today. Uh, Unfortunately, he had a a family emergency to attend to. I'm sure he'll tell you about it next week when he's back. Um, We had a, a great guest planned for you today. Um, but you know, while she was probably literally on her way here, uh, Johnny got this call and we had to do some rescheduling, but we're going to have her back next week, hopefully. And, uh, for today, it's just, uh, you and me here. Uh, I know it's a little bit nerve wracking for you guys. I'm sure you're thinking, what the fuck is Jackie going to talk about by herself for an hour um and you know what? Uh, I'm scared for you guys and for myself as well. Um, uh, no, I think it's we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a good time. I got uh got some uh fresh uh fresh margarita materials in front of me. Perhaps I'll delve into that. Uh, I've got uh some supplies to make shooters. Uh, I've got some other drinks before me. And so I'm probably just, uh, gonna get drunk. That seems like my game plan, uh, for, for today. And this is, you know, pretty much, uh, what I do anyways when Johnny isn't home. I, uh, get drunk by myself and, uh, talk to myself. So usually there's a, like, a reality show playing, uh, just finished, just capped off Love is Blind Season 2. Oh my god, if you watched, fucking leave a comment, tell me what you think, uh, tell me your thoughts on Shake, obviously we all hate Shake, Shane is the real uh, the real star of this season, I'd say though, that guy is on so much cocaine, it's insane, uh, other than that, finished last season of Survivor, also spectacular, kinda wanted Xander to win, not gonna lie, I thought he was a smart player. Um, looking forward to next season. I'm on the last half hour of The Circle, the season three of The Circle, uh, so no spoilers. Um, watching fucking Next Level Chef. Uh, if you haven't watched that, oh my god, let me tell you, you gotta get into that. It's Gordon Ramsay's new show. So good, so good. Uh, watching last season of Hell's Kitchen. Always, always great. You know, just all uh, all of the reality shows. Fucking the last uh, The Love is Blind Season 2 reunion that just came out. And they premiered uh, this new upcoming Netflix dating show. Also host by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And it seems like it's going to be god awful. And I'm going to watch the whole thing in like two days probably. So um, yeah, that's what I do. When when I'm alone, but now you guys are with me, and we're gonna have a good time. I I picked out an album this this for this episode that I know Johnny doesn't like, so I so it doesn't feel like we're missing any like discussion. It would probably just be Johnny shitting on the album, um, and yeah, we're gonna have a good time. So fucking relax, all right? You know what? I can do this. I can be a solo podcast host. I don't need your attitude. Um, So yeah, and uh, hey, while I got you here, why don't you um, hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube, it's right there. Or maybe it's on this side, still haven't figured that out. Uh, Whatever side it is on, the other side, you'll also find that old thumbs up. So why don't you uh, hit both of those. And drop a comment. Let us know who you are. Let me know your thoughts on. Uh, let me know what reality shows you're into. Everyone got one. Um, Northwood's Law, that's one that we're fucking way, way, way into. Uh, <laughs> but well, let's, let's move on. God, why do you keep bringing it back to reality shows? All right. Um, And if you're wherever you're listening, uh, give us a subscribe. It helps a lot. Takes like two seconds for you. It means a lot to us. Really helps us. That's the best way to support us right now. Um, follow us on Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok, uh, pretty much all the platforms. We do have a Twitter. I think we've tweeted like twice. But maybe if we had more followers, we'd be more active. So, here's looking at you, flashers. Um yeah and share us on your Instagram stories and tag us we'll give you a shout out we'll reshare. Um and as always come see us in person. We host a uh stand up comedy show uh every Tuesday at King's Head Pub in Kitsilano. So if you are Vancouver based and you are looking for something to do on a Tuesday evening uh, come out, support local comedy, uh, support local restaurants, and come out, say hi to us. Come meet us, watch us do some, some stand-up comedy, as opposed to this uh, sit-down comedy that you uh, are privileged to every week. Why don't you mix it up a bit, all right? Um, and the tickets for that are, the link for that is in the, uh, it? the caption, you know, description. There you go. Uh, For this podcast wherever you're listening. uh, The link will be there. It's 10 bucks for a ticket. It's pretty cheap. Drinks are cheap. Uh, It's a fun time. We would love for you guys to come out. We would love to meet some of you guys. Um, So apart from our friends and family who make up the majority of our listeners. But uh, if you're a stranger and you're not a psychopath, um, then yeah, come on in introduce yourself we'll meet you in person we'll do a shot together um depending on like what kind of mood i'm in johnny will definitely do a shot with you i might just uh drink my preferred beverage I'll, i'll drink it real fast um if that makes you happy but yeah just um do whatever you can to support us it means a lot and thank you so much for for watching for tuning in however you're listening. And uh, oh, shout out. I keep fucking forgetting uh, to give a shout out to one of our listeners. He is uh, our uh, oldest family friend of my family. He's, he's basically a, an uncle. Um, old, old Martin, uh, apparently you listened to the podcast. I had no idea. I apologize. I would have been showing you out this whole time. What up, Martin? Uh, thanks for listening. We're going to do weekly Martin shoutouts. we've decided. Uh, we decided that like three weeks ago, and I just remembered now. So uh, that's the reason to keep watching. Hey, if you want weekly shoutouts, drop a comment, and we'll make that happen. And we'll see how many weekly shout-outs we can get. Let's make that a new thing, right? Who needs Johnny? Uh no, I actually would uh it's it's he's going to be he's going to come back. Um <laughs> I haven't done anything to him, I swear. But um yeah, before we get into uh this week's album, I have a few stories to get into. So I just uh, consult my notes here. The first one, well actually the first story I found, we're going to save uh for another week when Johnny's here because he would be devastated if I did it without him. But, uh, now, right now, here and now, you and me, we are going to get into the fact that there are big, invasive, parachuting spiders, uh, that are covering the entire East Coast, apparently. That might be an exaggeration, but, uh, there's these fucking spiders. Uh, let's just, uh, let's let's read the article, okay? I'm gonna pull my, uh... (laughs) I'm going to pull my laptop closer to me because I realize this is not the way to do it. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of stuff on the table before me. Just supplies, you know, in case there's a lull. Um. (laughs) All right. Uh, One of Georgia's newest residents already struggles with acceptance here in the Peach State. It's disgusting, said Anna Reed. A big no said Donisha Match, and Oh Lord Jesus, said Gregory Lightfoot. Uh, University of Georgia scientists have released a study saying uh, the new eight-legged residents of Georgia are about to become even more prolific in the state and spread up and down the entire East Coast. We're talking spiders, all right? Um... There's no predators for this spider, so there's nothing really controlling its population size and the new habitat, and it has the perfect conditions to spread. Uh, so they're originally from Japan. They're three-inch-long Joro spiders, and they're spreading all over the East Coast, and they have uh, an ability to survive cold weather. They've put them in uh, into laboratories and did cold uh, temperatures, and it didn't really affect them at all. And... The most horrific part of all is that this, these spiders can travel using their webs like balloons or parachutes to ride the wind. What the fuck? There are fucking spiders just fucking hang gliding down the East Coast. That sounds horrific. If I lived in the East Coast, I would A, kill myself or B, uh, pack up uh, my whole life and move elsewhere. That's where I draw the line. All right. Johnny doesn't like winged creatures of the air. I, uh, I'm okay with them. I get a little freaked out by crows because I have been dive bombed before, but for the most part, I'm all right with birds. Uh, but once spiders take to the airwaves, airwaves, aerospace, once spiders take to the atmosphere, uh, it's over. You know what? I'm calling it. There's been a fucking global pandemic. We got the the, the climate change. We got the the murder hornets. We got um, Donald Trump was a thing. Still is. We got we got Putin. We got World War Three on the horizon. But I draw the line at uh hang gliding spiders. That's a huge no for me. I don't do spiders. Um, even ground locked spiders I don't particularly enjoy. Um, Imagine imagine you're out. It's a lovely sunny day. You live in uh, the peach state of Georgia. Uh, It's a Saturday afternoon. You slept in a little bit. Not too much though. You didn't waste the day. You wake up. It's like 10 and you think, hey, let's go for a walk to the market. Let's go for a walk to the market in this lovely sunshine you put on uh your little uh your little sundress, your little your your little flip flops. Um go outside and you look up to the to the sky and you think ah oh, what a beautiful day and then a uh, spider just fucking parachutes into your fucking mouth. That's what's happening in Georgia and that's what's happening all over the East Coast, okay? And, um, that's why we should just eliminate that coast. I think. I don't know, thoughts. Um, yeah, it's gonna be hard to drink and conduct this podcast at the same time. There might be some lulls. We're gonna sort through it, okay? we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna get through this together. But I don't know about about any of this. They say. That the it's not they're not like uh, these spiders aren't um, gonna kill you. Says they they look terrifying, uh, which is already uh, I don't need to know the rest. They look scary. Um, I'm done. But they're they're highly you're highly unlikely to be bitten by one. So you're probably not gonna die. Its fangs are so small relative. To most human skin that it probably won't be able to get its fangs into you even if it wanted to. So said, um, <laughs> said to scientist Dr. Frick. So we know we can trust this information because it's coming from Dr. Frick over here. Um, Frick also said if you're unlucky enough to be bitten by a Joro, its bite feels far less than a wasp, wasp sting. Like a little pinch. They do have a little venom, but like a bee or wasp sting, most will not need any medical attention. So it sounds like, um, yeah, kind of like uh, being stung by a bee. You're probably not going to have a problem unless you're allergic. But the thing is, how do you know you're allergic unless it happens to you? And if these things are fucking falling out of the sky, then I feel like maybe there's a higher chance of being bitten. I don't know. I, if their fangs can't penetrate your skin, then maybe not. But either way, I don't want to live anywhere where there's spiders fucking parachuting in the sky. You know, are they they getting uh, is this like a thrill seeking, like an adrenaline rush? You know, like they're uh, what's it called when you uh, when you jump out of a plane? Uh, you know what I mean? Whatever you know, like they're getting, uh, they're going up in the in the plane, and they're up at the at the door, and they get a little scared. They have their parachute on, they're strapped to someone else, and the spiders and all of their legs, and they get up there and they're like hanging, clinging to the to the to the airplane door with their legs, and they're like, I changed my mind, and they're like, No, you have to go, because they don't let you pussy out when you do that. Uh, that thing that I'm referring to. What the fuck is it called now? Why can't I remember? Everyone, everyone knows what I'm talk, what I'm talking about. You're probably like Jack, you idiot. It's called, eh, um, sky jumping, sky falling. It's called, you know, every. It's on everyone's bucket list. You want to go, eh, um. I can't remember the name, but that's what I'm imagining. Is like a. <laughs> It's like an airplane full of fucking spiders that are all strapped together with parachutes and they're all just going and they're like, and their webs go up in these parachutes and they just, and this is just what these spiders do. For recreational activity, so um, you know what? Maybe we'll give them a break. You know, we all have uh, been finding new ways to entertain ourselves in these times. Spiders are are now uh, doing <laughs> doing the thing where you jump out of planes. What the fuck is it called? I'm gonna need to fucking Google Google this real quick. What is it called? Is it? what is it called is it called when you jump out of a plane when you (laughs) jump what is it called when you jump out of a plane skydiving skydiving i was close i was close i had sky in the title um yeah these spiders these are skydiving spides spider dive sky Skyder, skyder diving. <laughs> this is skyder diving. <laughs> We're seeing the first, the first known case of skyder diving, and, <laughs> and it's terrifying. Fucking new move away from Georgia, the Peach State, more like the fucking, the fucking Eek State. <laughs> uh, so that's my thoughts. On those uh, that that particular story, um, I have another one locked and loaded for you. In case that wasn't enough to to wet your your whistle, um, we have a feminist organization seeks support for a state of the art vulva spaceship design. Now, if you can picture a spaceship in your head. You're probably picturing something that resembles a dick, right? Spaceships are very phallic, um, which makes sense given like their uh, upwards trajectory. I guess that shape, it just makes sense. You have the rockets and the poof and the... It makes sense. But uh, I guess this has caused a little bit of a... uh, Hubba... hubba hubba Hubba-loo? Hubba-boo? Hubba-loo? I... I that's that's a that's a, a word. It would be easier. You know what I was thinking when I was getting ready for this was that you know, lots of podcasters do solo podcasts, but a lot of those people also have other people in the room with them to bounce ideas off of. So you're just you guys just have a front row seat to what goes on in, in my mind. Uh, I'm exposing myself here for you uh, and mentally. This is a mental exposition. Um, unless you would pay to see me expose myself physically, then um, if you would pay for that, then drop a comment. Let me know because I I'm exploring money making opportunities right now. But um, moving on to the to the pussy craft. Um, there's so there's a German feminist group. Uh, Werbrokt Femin- feminist Feminismus. Uh, which means who needs feminism, have developed a vulva spaceship as a symbol for promoting more diversity in space. Um, The scientists behind it say that the craft's shape is surprisingly aerodynamic. You heard that, fellas, all right? When it comes to aerodynamics, pussy's got you beat, all right? Just imagine uh, a, a... uh if you're say uh it's uh like a oh uh imagine like a flying um a race in the sky and it's like a a, a pussy versus a dick you would think that dick would just pierce into the sky carve through the aerodynamism like a like a dynamite <laughs> but, but apparently the pussy surprisingly <laughs> surprisingly Aerodynamic and thus will experience less drag as it sails through the Earth's atmosphere. Yes, that's right. Dr. Lucia 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 Hartman, the head of WBF Aeronomic Aeronautics and inventor of the Volva spaceship, says the f- shape is surprisingly aerodynamic, creating way less drag when the vehicle punches through the atmosphere now is this a surprise to anyone all right speaking as the owner of a of a vulva um i gotta tell you no drag when when punching through the atmosphere all right it's a smooth sail all right slippery as a a fucking uh soap i (laughs) i Um, <laughs> it's a slip and slide. It's like you're on a freaking slip and slide. All right. Um. So yeah, this should have been done long ago, obviously. And I'm uh, I'm looking forward to to pussy craft, pussy uh, pussy space, space pussy, space pussy ship, pussy sp- pussy spaceship, pussy ship. I don't know. We're spitballing here. Comment your your uh. uh preferred title or um or throw out one of your own all right why are you making me do all the heavy lifting here okay um but yeah I'm here for the pussy craft I don't know like if it's super necessary um I guess the the um the whole idea is to uh promote equality in space so they're the the space okay. The campaign manager said space is for everyone. With our mission, we prove to the world that gender equality even has a place in space. So I understand the idea. I don't know if making a, a Volva spacecraft is entirely necessary for this. I mean, like it's visual. Everyone loves a vi- I don't know if this is something that's actually been made. I think this is just like um a model, that'd be crazy if this existed already. I think, okay, yeah, no, there's, there's a petition to, to make it happen because they need money, I guess. But I don't know uh, if the amount of expenditures, um, the price tag on this pussy is necessary for the point they're trying to make, you know? I feel like this could have this maybe the the goal isn't actually to make the spacecraft itself, but it's just to spread awareness, which I guess is kind of like an interesting way to do it. I mean, it got my attention. I saw a Volva spacecraft, and I was like, I'm definitely gonna talk about that on camera. Um, but I, in a, a larger, more literal sense, if the goal is to get this Volva craft, made just to promote gender equality in space. It seems a little extreme, but that's women for ya. Um, no, we <laughs> it's it's a it's a worthwhile issue to discuss, you know, you don't um hear of too many female astronauts. You don't hear of astronauts a lot in general, T B H but but yeah, I imagine um it's probably still a largely male dominated uh career. Um and if they're trying to maybe it's a way to show young women that there is a place for them in um uh the space field. Which is cool. Um you know what? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get your get your pussy in the sky. That's what I say. Uh don't matter what you're packing uh as long as uh it's under the 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 weight limit that <laughs> that you can carry into space. I'm not sure. I guess they can not have, like, fatties in space. I think that's a, a thing. I don't know. I think astronauts seem to be pretty fit. I feel like there's a weight limit. I think it's all very, very uh, mathematical. I think they make a lot of calculations when it comes to space
0: travel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to make... Not right now, but, like, just, like, so you guys know what's coming. When I finish this... I'm going to make a margarita for you guys, for me. But, like, I'm going to make it for you. You're going to see me making it. Um, that may or may not happen. Um, but, yeah, tell me what you think about the spus- the the spussy. Tell me what you think about the space pussy. Um, I'm all for young women getting into male-dominated industries. You know, there's not enough female engineers, not enough female astronauts, not enough uh, female... Biologists, uh, actually, I don't know. Uh, female physicists, perhaps. Um, I, I mean, I think in most industries, you're gonna, there's gonna be a, uh, some, a male dominance. Um, maybe not in most. I think in most, yeah. Um, but I think, obviously, some more than others. I know that engineers um, are lacking in the in the pussy department, um, even in comedy. I mean, there's definitely... Uh, in Vancouver, there's a lot of great female comics. Um, everywhere, there's a lot of great female comics. I just can't speak uh, to other cities where I haven't performed. Uh, but it's still, obviously, a vast majority as um, men. Even booking uh, our show at Kingshead. A lot of the time it's like weird as like a uh, female booking it because obviously I want more I want to make sure that the female comics get um, the opportunities that they deserve but at the same time there's just so much more male comics so there'll often be weeks where I'm making the posters and be like oh shit we booked just all dudes this week and didn't even realize because they're just going through the the emails, or you know, people who have come to shows, people who have asked us to be on, and so you do have to um, make like an active effort to when it comes to like bringing more women into a male-dominated um, career. It's something that you have to constantly be thinking about. So maybe something like this. I don't know. Maybe if they made pussy-shaped microphones holy shit that would be fucking awesome oh my god I'm gonna make a pussy-shaped microphone to promote more gender equality in the in the comedy sphere (laughs) oh my god I wish I had the the means to make that happen how would I even go about that I would need to know someone who makes microphones That'd be fucking sick, though. Oh my god, when I um, get a, a sugar daddy um, or make enough money on my own, <laughs> I guess um, daddy a uh, daddy. Oh my god, Johnny approves <laughs> approves of the sugar daddy. For the record, I'm not I'm not you know saying this behind his back here. He's on board. He wants me to get a sugar daddy, um, but uh, If I ever have the means to pursue this pussy mic, um, I'm definitely going to make that happen. I'm fucking, if I say it on the internet, then can I, does that mean it's like copyrighted basically, right? Trademark, trademark, that shit. You heard it here first. Fucking Jackie Agnew, copyright, pussy mic. Um just so everyone knows, I thought of it first. It's my idea. It's mine. Don't take it. It's mine. You fucking thief. It's mine. Mine, pussy Mike. mine. Mine, mine. Um so I'm probably going to make that happen pretty soon. Um sooner than this fucking VolvaCraft for sure. Uh this is wildly unrealistic, okay? I don't know what these broads are thinking, but <laughs> Um but no, all jokes aside, I'm all for uh I'm all for Vagina in space. I mean, it looks pretty cool i'm gonna if I take the time to edit this this here podcast, then i'll put um I'll put photos of the pussy craft up you've probably already seen I probably would have put it like at the beginning when I talk about when I first you know introduce this story to you as us in the journalism business would say uh when i read the um uh, when i fucking run 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 the story um <laughs> right but uh yeah um i'm probably going to edit this this episode quite a bit we don't usually watch um we don't usually watch the episodes <laughs> when we edit them to to be completely honest a little peek behind the curtain here at show me yours um we just kind of smash it together and away we go. But uh, this episode, I'll probably give a, a watch through just to make sure it's viable for public consumption. You know, if you're watching this right now, it means that I have dubbed it not too cringe to release to the public. Okay? Or I got drunk and decided not to watch it. I think it's going to depend. If you saw if you saw pictures of the Pussycraft, if you're listening, then you're not going to know. If you are watching and you saw pictures of the Pussycraft, that means I went through this whole thing and watched it, um, or I just skipped to the section. And you know what? You don't need to know. You don't need to know what goes on behind the scenes here at Show Me Your Studios, all right? just know if uh it, 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 all right uh, let's you know why why are you asking me these things why are you putting me in an uncomfortable position like this all right you know I can't tell you you know that the vault here is is airtight okay we keep it we keep it profesh okay so don't uh don't go asking me for our tricks of the trade All right? Because we're not interested in helping you. (laughs) We're not interested in fucking pulling, leaving the ladder after we climb to the top. We're at the fucking top of the ladder right now. We're fucking knocking it out from under us. All right? Fucking build your own ladder, you fucking scum. I'm just kidding. You guys are probably nice. That was unnecessary. Okay, the final, final story that we're going to get right into, before um, we talk about
0: the album for uh, the album for this week, uh, we're going to talk about um, animals. Animals
1: were caught um, having intercourse on Disney's Kilimanjaro Safari. Yeah. Yeah. You heard that right. That's Disney's Kilimanjaro Safari, and there's Animals caught having intercourse. Um, So what happened was there, you know, we all know the Kilimanjaro Safaris. Um, <laughs> it's a popular attraction, Disney's Animal Kingdom. I think that's in Disney World um, in uh, Orlando. I've been there. We didn't go to, it's so much bigger than Disneyland, let me tell you. I personally, more of a Disneyland gal. All right, you definitely, you still can't do the whole thing in one day. But you can go and stay, you know, five, three, three, four, five days, seven, eight, I don't know, ten. You can stay, but you could probably cover all the areas you needed to in like two, three days in in Disneyland. And, you know, it's fun. It's walkable, though your feet fucking hurt at the end of the day. It's a lot of time on your feet, a lot of fucking waiting line. Let me tell you, splurge on the fast pass. I was about to say splooge on the fast pass splurge on the fast pass if you're going to go to Disneyland. Um it's worth it. You don't want to fucking travel all the way to fucking Anaheim, pay all this money um to to get to Disneyland and then spend 90% of your time standing in line. You know, if you're going, you've already decided you're going to spend the money, then just spend the extra money on the fast pass. Budget for that. That's my hot tip. But Disney World just a bit too much for me. You know, it's still fun, but there's so many different parks. It would take like two weeks to get to all of it. We went when I was, I want to say grade six. So we've been like 11. Yeah, it was like Christmas. It was either Christmas oh four or 05. So it would have been like 10 or 11 when family went. And we only did like a couple days in Disney World because we were also visiting family and all that but um yeah we could only do really like a few parks we did oh with that MGM I think that's one of the parks that one was good that one had like all the good rides and stuff we did Epcot honestly bit of a snoozer um it's cool I guess like it it is it is cool but also it gets kind of boring you know, there's no rides, really. There's, like, the whole Epcot thing that you do in that big globe when you first get there. But then you're just, like, walking around. It's cool, but it's, like, you're not actually in all these different places. You're just in, like, a falsely reconstructed idea of them. It's still kind of cool. I don't know. But um, you're just walking around, really. And then we did that. We did that MGM park. We didn't do the Animal Kingdom, which... Uh, you know what I respect because honestly, I don't, uh, uh, why haven't they gotten more flack? They still have this fucking animal kingdom. I feel like the zoos and aquariums are on blast. Um, rightfully so, but I guess they do. I mean, they still exist, but I've never heard of Disney getting shit because of their fucking animal park. Um, but yeah, personally, I wouldn't, um, as much as I love to see animals. Um, I don't know if I would support old uh, Kilimanjaro Safari in Disney's Animal Kingdom. But that's just me. It would still be cool. Um, especially if you were one of the lucky nuggets on uh, this ride and you got to see two... Uh, it's not like a common. They were called like bongos. They're two... Two bongos. Fucking getting it on. I'll put this photo uh, somewhere here as well, somewhere here, or here, I'm not sure, like, where it'll fit on the screen, but you'll see it right now, you'll see these, these bongos getting it on, um, it's crazy, but it's also, like, why is this a news story, um, (laughs) animals fuck all the time, you see it literally everywhere, it's crazy, um, and, but I guess, I don't know, someone saw, Animals fucking in Disney Disney World and they took a photo and now it's in the news. And you know what? I dubbed it worthy to talk about with you guys. So I guess it is news worthy in that sense. But yeah, never went to Animal Kingdom. Did do their uh one of their water parks. They have two. I forget which one it was. But yeah. Um, so if you ever hit up, uh, first of all, if you're deciding between Disneyland or Disney World, go land, personally. World is going to take much longer and going to cost you a lot more money and it's much more spread out. It doesn't really feel like a cohesive, uh, place to explore and get lost. Whereas Disneyland, you walk in and you pretty much have free reign of the park. There's fucking... Uh, Toontown to your right, there's California Adventure to your left. Oh boy. Oh, I want to go to Disneyland. But um, yeah, so those are the, the stories.
0: Uh, before we get into the album, I'm going to make a little... I'm going to make a, well, I just got a mouthful of salt.
1: Um, I'm going to skip the salt on the rim this time. I'm going to make a little margarita with one hand. So, oh, fuck it. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I didn't bring ice, but I can reuse this ice. Um, Shout out to my shithead of a little brother for giving me the smallest fucking um, cocktail making set in the world. Super convenient. Um, no, it was actually quite nice um, of him to give me this little thing. Uh, for my margaritas, I use Patron because I'm a classy bitch. All right. This recipe won't work with cheap tequila. Um, that's not true at all. It'll work with any, any old tequila. All right. If you're like a cheap, uh, uh, cheap embarrassment to your family, then
0: you can use Jose Cuervo or whatever, uh, your preferred, uh, your preferred tequila is. I might
1: go up and grab a couple more ice cubes. I don't know if this is going to be sufficient. Um, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to cut this. You won't even know what happened, all right? Going to get ice. And I'm back with the ice. See, you wouldn't have even known, right? Um, so we got our patron, our patron. And now we want some lime juice that I did I squeezed uh, a couple limes hopefully that'll be enough for this um yeah fuck it let's just dump all this in there and then if you want to sweeten it up a little bit got a little simple syrup made this last night super easy what you're gonna want to do do one part water one part sugar heat it up till the sugar dissolves and there you have it simple syrup you dumb fucks um, so, I'm just gonna do like a little, not even like half an ounce, really. You don't want it to be super, I don't want it to be super sweet, I like tasting the, what's <laughs> Um, but if you are using cheap liquor, maybe some more. Um,
0: <laughs> and then you wanna shake it, you want, ooh.
1: Yeah. yeah, you wanna shake it, shake it, shake it. Oh, you wanna shake it up real good, and you can feel the freaking. uh, this is great radio. Yeah, some ASMR. Is that ASMR? I don't think so. And then, pop off the top. Oh, yeah, I don't think you can see this.
0: I don't know if you can hear that. And there you have it. Fresh Margarita a la Jackie. This is my recipe. Tell everyone that I made it up. Um Perfecto. What should we do? Should we do a shot? Should we do a shot? Um this is
1: a great little uh great little shooter from my clubbing days in my early twenties. Any uh white girl will probably know it. It's called a Skittles shot, and it's made with half butter ripple schnapps and half of this lime cordial stuff. It's right by the grenadine in the grocery store. I think it's basically just like a lime version of grenadine. It's very concentrated, like sweet uh, lime flavor, basically. Yeah, okay, I just want to pour half of this butter ripple schnapps. Oh, or fuck. <laughs> Or just pour. Just pour it until it overflows with Butter Ripple schnapps. It's okay. It's what, uh, we adapt on the fly. It's all good. Um, and then half <laughs> of this lime cordial. My hands are so sticky, um,
0: but I'm used to that. hey My limes are, are my limes. <laughs> my hands are always covered in cum. That's the joke. Um <laughs>
1: That's not true Um,
0: alright Well Bottoms up The uh, uh, Skittles uh, uh, Shooter uh, Cheers Oh, it's so
1: sweet But it really does taste Just like a lime Skittles Come on over, I'll make it for you. You're gonna love it, you're probably gonna your reaction is going to be like, holy shit, that's sweet. And then it'll go down and you be like, that does taste exactly like a lime Skittles. But moving on, that was great podcast content. <laughs> um, let's move on to the album, shall we? So the album
0: that I picked for you guys today, I did um, uh, Mumford & Sons uh, Babel. Uh, That's Mumford &
1: Sons, Babel. So, like I said, I picked this album because I know Johnny doesn't like Mumford & Sons. And um, so I figured, uh, it just makes sense for you. We'll just talk about it one-on-one. So So this album, uh, it came out, I believe I had um, just graduated high school. Um, And I remember Mumford & Sons, was during this time they were fucking huge I don't know if you guys remember uh this like few year period where Mumford and the Sons just fucking blew up they were one of the biggest bands um at least like in my uh world at the time the people that the people that were in my vicinity um yeah it came out and for whatever reason it, it really uh stuck with me and it was like interesting uh listening to it earlier before I recorded this and I was like almost like getting emotional and not even because of like the music but just like being transported back to like that time it's fucking like goddamn near 10 years ago now which is fucking crazy my fucking 10-year high school graduation is in like two months that's wild but um yeah and it's so weird how like music can do that it just even if maybe that particular type of music doesn't resonate with you anymore how like certain songs or albums can just like pull at your heartstrings because it like takes you back to where you were when you were listening to it a lot and I was just yeah I was just like such a um at that time like kind of high school slash early university mostly just like high school and post high school up until uh actually you know what i'll just say all of high school probably all of university up until my mid-20s was like very like kind of like sad um angsty i guess and like uh didn't really know obviously no one really knows what they're doing with their life at that point or very few people do and just being so confused. And, like, I, and yeah, for whatever reason, just like listening to this album kind of like took me back there. And it was like emotional thinking about like the person that I was then and like where I am now. And like the way that these songs used to resonate with me. Um, and even though I don't really feel like the way that I felt any uh, at the time. When I listen to it, like, just very, like, sad and, like, lonely and stuff. um, it c- You can so easily, like, just feel like you're stepping into your old skin. Um, gross. <laughs> I hope that makes sense. But, yeah, so I picked this album um, because it did, it, ma- it meant a lot to me at the time. Uh, I haven't listened to it in really long time. But, honestly, even though Mumford & Sons, they, they're they not really a band I listen to much or really at all anymore. Um, I will say, fucking every single fucking song on this album, when I was listening to it like fucking an hour ago, I enjoyed and I knew everyone like really well. And they're all like super catchy. Like I understand why they were so big at the time. Um, yeah, These are just like catchy songs. And yeah, and so um, a bit of background. So Mumford and Sons, for those of you who don't know, Uh, made up of Marcus Mumford, Ted Dwayne, Ben Lovett, Winston Marshall. They're not actually uh, Marcus Mumford's sons, in case that needs to be said. Um, So this is a second studio album, released September 2012. So that would have been, yeah, right after I graduated in 2012, like June or whatever. Um, And that would have been, yeah, right when I was fucking going to university. Whoa, that's crazy. I to university 10 years ago. Um, debuted at number one in both the UK and the US. Became the fastest selling album of 2012 in the UK and US. Selling over 159,000 copies in its first week in the UK. And 600,000 first week in the US. Won the Grammy for album of the year, if that matters. I don't think it really does, Grammys or whatever. But worth noting, I guess. It was the follow-up. To their very successful 2009 debut album, Sigh No More, which had uh, Little Lion Man, I believe was like the big big hit, their first big hit. Um, And that album kind of elevated them to international fame. They didn't really change their sound at all for this follow-up album. It's really like, even like the covers, like it's so similar. Because I remember even listening to this, I was a little bit confused about which... I feel like I know those first two albums I know more and Babel so well or I used to anyways that if I put one on I can't I couldn't really place to me they're so indistinguishable from each other if you gave me if you told me a song from either of those two albums apart from like the title tracks or the the hit singles from each album I wouldn't be able to place which one it came from because they are the sound is pretty much the exact same which isn't necessarily a bad thing Um, but yeah they said that they basically wanted to take the time it did come out three years later they took that time to perfect the sound that they had developed in their first album which makes sense I guess it is a bit more like honed a bit more polished But again, really, yeah, if you give me a song from either of these albums, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one it came from unless I had just listened to the album, which I did. So maybe right now I could. But yeah, so I became aware of the Mumford & Sons and I wonder if ever anyone else has a similar experience. They had like a Grammy performance, I believe, um, before Babel came out. It was with Bob Dylan and uh, the Abbott brothers and i was already uh, a big fan of uh, bob Dylan and the avid brothers and they had been promoting this performance leading up to the grammys so i knew it was coming up and so i watched the performance specifically to see them i had never heard of mumford and sons before and they were ju- they just like stole the show in this performance and after that from my perspective anyways looking back they just blew up at least in like my social circle Everyone fucking knew who they were after that. like that performance catapulted them. uh a huge success from my perspective, just like it was like day and night, like all of a sudden, everyone was fucking listening to Mumford and Sons. Um but I don't know if that was just like in my like small world or if um anyone else had that experience at all leave a comment, let me know. Um but yeah, just like a few things. Uh, to discuss the, like I said, they didn't change their sound. And I don't know, because we talk a lot about bands kind of evolving or um selling out and completely flipping their sound from album to album or versus bands growing and changing. And I don't know, like, if you have three years between an album and those two albums are almost indistinguishable from each other, is that a sign of you not growing or does that mean that you're staying true to yourself as an artist because you still connect with this sound? Um, and they have, uh, since then, they have changed their sound. Now they're kind of more of like a pop rock, I guess I'd say, or alternative rock. Maybe that's more. Yeah, I don't say. Yeah, alternative rock, I guess. They've kind of ditched their like folk rock stylings which I think honestly from my perspective that's what was what made them so unique and I, they came out they had this album and I think it was quite a while after they came out with the next album I forget what it's called wilder mind something like that and it was just so different and they kind of lost like the whole like banjo and like folky sound and to me that's where I kind of stopped listening to them because they no longer sounded different Um, to me, they just kind of lost what made them unique. Um, but you know, I'm full of shit, you know, I don't know anything (laughs) about music. I'm not a musician by any means. I'm sure they were just evolving naturally with what was resonating with them at the time. But it's interesting that their immediate, uh, not immediate, their initial success that they had came from two albums that were so, Um, similar in sound and then when they did kind of start evolving and changing it seems like when they just kind of their popularity completely dipped off Um, I don't even know when their last album was that they released I think it has to have been quite a few years ago or maybe I just like am not up with the Mumford but yeah I also don't know I wanted to talk about um, when bands achieve a certain level of success and then they become like uncool. And there's kind of like a, like a, a point where bands are getting successful. It's super cool to like them. Everyone loves them. This is like the cool thing. And then all of a sudden it's like they get past a point and then all of a sudden it's like super uncool to like them. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> It's so weird just fucking rambling about these topics to myself. Um, I hope you guys are... I hope this is entertaining. I hope you guys are following that this is a coherent um, discussion. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was, like, thinking about how I guess... I don't think it's, like, really, like, cool to be a Mumford & Sons uh, fan at this point. Um, But I don't know if maybe that's because they have changed their sound no one really listens to them as much anymore or it's because they came they became so popular so quickly that it was just kind of like fuck these guys um I don't know thoughts leave a comment um, <laughs> I can only talk about these things by myself for so long guys um and then I kind of talked yeah so enjoying um ah oh no oh my computer just died okay we're winging it um, um, but also the idea, like I was saying, of enjoying a band or like an album, not so much because of the actual sound or music, but because of the nostalgia and how it can like bring you back, uh, to a time in your life, even if it was like an unhappy time in your life, but you still like kind of, it's like this weird, like almost like, uh, guilty pleasure to like go back and feel like a time when you were depressed or whatever and to go back into that mind state and be able to feel it again from like a removed perspective and it's so strange how like music has that like very unique ability to kind of transport um transport you back to a time for me anyways I know like I will get into a band or get into an album or whatever and listen to it over and over and over again listen to it an artist's discography over and over and over again. And then, um, and same honestly with like shows, definitely shows, i like binge shows. Um, and then when I go back and watch those shows, it reminds me of that like period in my life when I was like watching it all the time and how those like memories are created uh, and they like weave themselves, like attach themselves to the media you were consuming at the time um and it's weird how it's like music can do that tv for me can do that movies can do that um i guess like even smells you know when you like smell something and it kind of like takes you back somewhere
0: it's so weird how like the senses of our bodies work um (laughs) have you ever thought about the fucking sense of smell. That's crazy. You suck up
1: air through your nose holes. And it fucking sends a signal to your brain that communicates a scent. Uh, you fucking smell. And then that goes to your brain. And it's like, hey, remember that time I smelled this uh, when I was throwing up in a ditch? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's that vomit smell, that vomit ditch smell that you smell the time you're throwing up in a ditch. That's what it's going to remind you. of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you following this
0: path of genius that I am laying out for you like a fucking buffet? Do you guys remember buffets? Okay.
1: Do you know Do you know about buffets? Do you remember the fucking, I choose this, I choose this, I'll have this, I'm going to stick my hands in this, I'm going to, choo, I'm going to sneeze all over this, and we're all going to eat all of it,
0: just coagulated.
1: Just all of it together. You put it all on the fucking same plate. It all fucking morphs together. Your fucking salads touching your fucking stew. It's touching your fucking potatoes. The fucking vinaigrette is on everything. <laughs> buffets were gross, man. I don't. Do you guys think buffets are coming back? Leave a comment <laughs> if you think buffets are coming back. Um. Fuck. I had something else written on my notes. It was like a funny quote about uh about people hating uh Mumford and sons, but it's gone forever now. All right. You're never gonna hear it. So I I guess that's it. How long have we been going? It's been like an hour, but I was diddling around. <laughs> I was diddling around at first. Um I I feel like I wish you guys would contribute to the conversation, okay? You I have been talking at you for an hour our motherfuckers and you haven't said a damn word back to me okay how do you think that makes me feel all right how do you think that makes me look i look like a fucking idiot okay do you understand do you understand what you're doing to me okay you're making a fool of me this is gonna damage my reputation okay as a podcast artist i'm gonna go way down the podcast host rankings rankings I'm going to go way down the podcast host rankings. Do you even know? Do you even care? I feel like you don't care. I mean, like, uh, you're just sitting there fucking stewing in your silence, just letting me fucking ramble on. Fucking, how about you? How about you tell me about your day? Yeah? 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 Um, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. You guys are great. If you're still listening, thank you so much. Um... I really... I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. I feel like I'm just rambling. We might have to end this. I really want to... The thing is that I don't know when I actually started talking. I want to give you guys a full ep, okay? That's that's all I want. I just want you guys to have a full episode, okay? I just want you guys to have a full episode, okay? I just want to deliver... That's all I want. I want you to be happy, okay. That's what makes me happy is when you're happy, okay, So I am just trying to serve my customer here um and like you guys it's been a lot of take and not a lot of give on your end. I'm just gonna say that, um, drop that load on you, hot and heavy um, just imagine just hot on your chest um. <laughs> That's gross, um fucking I'm like a fucking pussy spaceship out here in space. just floating incredible aerodynamics, incredible um what are the other things uh ability no drag when you penetrate. I don't think pierce no drag when you pierce this ozone hey. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it my ozone layer. (laughs) Honestly, great analogy. Because as discussed, phallic spaceship piercing the ozone. Do spaceships go through the ozone? Where is the ozone? Just like in relation to the moon? Is it like before? I think it's before the moon, right? I'm being an idiot. The ozone layer is around the earth. Yeah. And the moon and all the other planets in space are outside of our ozone so exactly this analogy works so the uh space the phallic spaceship pierces the ozone layer fuck yeah so glad I took the time to work that out this is great material I should release this as my special (laughs) this is great comedic stylings all of this this is a genius at work okay you see the gears turning you see my process okay consider this my process all right i just laid myself bare for you and you've given me nothing fucking stripped naked mentally and emotionally for you. Okay. I have given you inside access to the inner workings of my mind. And now I'm probably, um, gonna, (laughs) gonna wrap this up real quick here. Put a nice little bow on this fucking, uh, tight episode, this toit this toyed episode, toyed. It's. J- uh, I wonder if the pussy spaceship. No, we won't get it. <laughs> That's probably not worth talking about. We don't need to rehash. What was the first? Oh, the spiders. <sighs> I have a lot to think about. I don't know what I'm gonna do now. These spiders. Um are brought to my attention. Okay, I'm rambling. Okay, I'm going to let you guys go. This has been, I feel like I've just been having like an hour-long phone conversation with, uh, with a friend or family member. And they've just been like breathing on the other end, not saying anything. And they keep saying, I'm going to let you go. And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I, you don't, I don't have anywhere to be. You might. You might have somewhere to be. And I know you don't want to turn off
0: the smooth smooth sounds of my voice in your ear in your eardrums um if you're watching i apologize
1: (laughs) i'm gonna let you guys go i think this has gone on long enough um if you're listening to this it means i released it so that's something (laughs) do you like how i put the microphone right next to my mouth when i sit do you hear it? Okay, we're gonna some quick ASMR, and then we're gonna head out. Okay, sound good? Okay, ready? Ready for this ASMR action? <laughs> eh? <laughs> <laughs> eh?
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you know what I think okay we're gonna do this shot that I poured into here when I over poured it that's what we're gonna do okay game plan fucking thanks for nothing I'm just trying to sort this all out on the fly okay gonna do this do the shot finish the mark eh I have to make another one ah, Okay. for you guys do the shot finish the marg call it a day okay johnny never leave me alone again um <laughs> okay okay oh that worked out perfectly okay we got the shot the old uh, skittle shot okay hey eh? cheers to my new friends um thank you
0: i just want to take this opportunity and say thank you for everything uh for sticking sticking with me you know you saw me at my lowest and now you see at my highest i'm
1: for i'm soaring i'm flying like an eagle up here okay and you guys came along with me for the ride all right and um i really appreciate that sorry i think i have a oh johnny says how's the cast going you tell me. How's the cast going? Fucking fantastic. Never need you again. Just kidding, Johnny. Please don't make me do this alone again.
0: Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I just want to... You know what? I, I have to thank God for this opportunity. I have to thank Jesus God, Lord Christ. I thank God uh, that the Son and the, the Daughters of the, the Holy Water... <laughs> and then So, so thank so the Cheers and we cheers And we go to boop And we go Hew! Oh doggy um, And then I'm probably not going to finish this Sure And we're going to finish the margarita And we go to cheers And we go whoop And we go whoop Woo! Let's get some coke! Just kidding. I don't...
1: <laughs> hey! 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 We're all joking here! Hey! Hey! hey. Um, I think I should go now. <laughs> it's gonna be shit-faced when Johnny gets home. Um, alright, guys. If you're still listening, <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> for sticking with me through that, I swear to God. Um... I'm probably not going to have to do this again. I appreciate you coming on this ride with me, even though it wasn't really a back-and-forth situation. I'm sorry if there was any lulls. Um, If you miss Johnny, I miss him too. He's going to be back next week. It's going to be okay, okay? All right, we just need to... uh,
0: Uh, um, On that note...
1: (laughs) Thank you all for listening. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on TikTok, on Facebook, YouTube, fucking subscribe, do all the things. Thank you so much. My name's Jackie Agnew. Johnny DeVito will be back next week. I love you all. I'm so sorry for what you just witnessed. Thank you for watching.
0: Goodbye.